There's power in a drumbeat on a hill above the sea. Power in the voice of a supporter. But it all amounts to nothing. Together we don't sing. Welcome to the Loyal Locals Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Dyer. A lot to get to this week coming off of that 3-0 win against Phoenix. Another shutout for Coke Vegas, Mr. Clean Sheet. Uh, already off to a great start of this season. Uh, first, I'm going to bring on our uh, producer and, and co-host, John Cross. John, how are you? I'm doing very well, thank you. Such a, a great victory we had last Sunday. I know. I don't think anybody's going to score on us all year. I mean, if, if trends hold, we should be good. <laughs> we do have absolutely a, a, right, <laughs> and we do have a guest this week, Eric Wilkie. Eric, how are you, sir? I'm doing well. So glad to be on with you guys. It's a Tell great me, win uh, for us on Sunday. Quick, quick react. Uh, we're going to get into this later. Um, in just a few a few words, how do you feel about beating Phoenix Rising this week? I. I Fucking love beating Phoenix. I hate them with a passion. Um, used to be really excited for the rivalry, but, you know, it just isn't much of a rivalry anymore. We've beaten them the last three times we've played them, 3 nil twice. Um, it's just, you know, we, we need to have them step their game up a little bit, make it a little more exciting for us. They show up with 12 fans, and, you know, we just walk all over them. But, you know, that's nice a shame. I points. thought they had a supporter section, but I guess not. I guess they don't. You know, when the team doesn't buy their bus ticket, they don't come. <laughs> so, uh, this week we've got a, a bunch of stuff to get to. We do have a couple of away matches we're going to talk about, uh, locals, uh, locals events, um, of course, membership information, um, always available in the Discord. Uh, I want to plug that at the very top of the show that, uh, if you want to get in on these conversations where they're happening, where they're the liveliest. It's on Facebook. It's not even on Twitter. It is on Discord. Uh, locals member, including free members, have access to Discord. So come on in and uh, just don't troll us too hard. Uh, we'd love to have everybody in there. Um, we do have, a, a like I said, these two away matches coming up. We're going to have information on that. We also have uh, some honors uh, this week for local players from uh, the, the Mother League USL. We'll talk about that. But first, I think we would like to talk a little bit about this Phoenix game. Now, I am not super equipped to talk about tactics and and, and the gameplay. I, I mean, I think scoring more goals than them is good. Um, but we do have a fourth guest, a very special guest. He hosts his own podcast on the Bum TV Network. We have Dylan. Dylan, hey, what's up? Hey, how's it going, guys? Good to be here. So first, okay, we're going to talk about this game, but what's what's up with your podcast, man? Tell us about that. Yeah, so we actually, uh, Max and I just were recording tonight. Um, we uh, are talking about Sacramento coming up. Going to be a good game, I think. Sacramento, I, I think, will finish in the top three in the West. So uh, should be a big, big test for Loyal coming up. 
Um, we focused mostly on Sacramento. Didn't talk too much about the Phoenix game since we're playing them next week again. Um, we figured it wouldn't make much sense to try and do like another preview show like we did last week. Um, so I think we're going to try and hold off on talking about that this week and then try really diving in on the game next week as a preview for the following game against Phoenix. So um, stay tuned for that. But uh, yeah, I think we're hoping to have it out tomorrow, maybe Thursday early. Um, but yeah, we're excited. We're really in a groove and we're feeling good about it. So you, this is a, a show, you're, you're, you're a member of the locals, you're a supporter, you're in the supporter section, um, and your podcast is with the supporter kind of network, but you're solely focused on tactics, gameplay, the, 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 the by the numbers, um, what you see on the field, right? Yeah, we, you know, we're going to try and keep it fresh, mix it up sometimes, but yeah, we focus on the on the field play. Um, and what the clubs we are playing against are going to bring um, on the field for sure. So do you have to watch a lot of USL matches that other teams play that aren't loyal? Uh, I a mean, have to make, right? yeah, a lot of Charleston so far. Um, so far, Phoenix played Charleston before they played us and Sacramento played Charleston last week. So have watched a lot of Charleston. Thus so far. you're going to be ready when we do, when we play Charleston, you're going to like, you're gonna have I will it down. probably be more ready than Nate Miller when we watch, not really, when we watch Charleston. Um, but yeah, so I, you know, you say have to, uh, it makes it sound like a chore. And I guess. Well, it's um, not loyal. So I can't imagine watching this, this league. If it's sometimes it's a field. chore. Some, it depends who it is. But I, I'm a soccer nerd. I love watching it. So I, um, yeah, sometimes it is a bit uh, homework, but I, I'll put on games when I'm doing other stuff during the weekend. Um, and uh, so far, I've gotten fortunate because the games I've just happened to put on have been the teams I've needed to watch. So, um, but yeah, you know, it's definitely different trying to watch it um, from a more like taking notes kind of perspective. But um, it's been fun, and I'm I'm learning. So, and I do enjoy the USL. I'm I'm being a little bit. Oh, I know. I'm just that. giving you a hard time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hey, all right. So we are treading new ground here. But you said you didn't spend a whole lot of time on Phoenix on your show. So let's talk about Phoenix. Um, so my eyes, I see we win three, three nil, but then I see that they dominated possession, which seems to be a real departure from our usual run of play. What happened? Um, well, that's a good question. I think we're seeing a new tactical evolution of now truly Nate Miller's San Diego loyal. Um, I think, the world has kind of, it, you know, it ebbs and flows between tactical styles, um, the way the world likes to play football. But um, I think we've kind of fully ebbed away from the tiki-taka, everybody wants possession style. And um, that's not to say possession is worth nothing, but I think we know now that you don't need to have the ball all the time to win a game. And we even had less shots, I think, than Phoenix, but we scored three goals and they didn't score any. Um, so all's well that ends well, right? Three yeah, goals on I feel seven like we shots, definitely if have I that. remember. Oh. Sorry, John. How many? John? I, I was, was going to say three goals on seven shots, if I remember. That seems to be pretty efficient. I'm not a yeah. statistician. I'm not I good at math, was, but that sounds good. I think it was seven on target, maybe. And I think we had ten yeah, overall. Sorry, but I think we definitely had um, the most dangerous chances created by far. Um, like you said, it uh, looked like we were more inclined to let them have the ball and make a mistake that we could uh, pounce on. 
Uh, we saw Evan Conway, Guido pressing really high up the pitch. Uh, the center backs moving with a really high line as well. So I think it really, uh, really worked out for Nate Miller this time. It was you know, that's another really fun to watch. Another departure, and usually I don't notice this stuff from the stands, but uh, it, it's hard not to notice this team. Uh, I have not seen them press like that in the first, like, 20, 15 minutes of a game like we did Saturday. That seemed to be something new. Yeah, you know, it's funny because I, um, if you watched Bums Breakdown, another shameless plug, when we talked about Phoenix, uh, we talked about how, um, when they played Charleston, they really struggled with the high press. And so I have to assume Nate Miller saw the same things I would have seen. And Max, maybe would have he seen. watched, maybe he saw the, maybe he heard the podcast. I'm fairly certain Nate Miller is a regular watcher of bums breakdown at this point. Let's be honest. Why would um, but yeah, Phoenix struggles with the high press, especially as they're, a, you know, they had so much turnover. They're struggling to find their identity. So I was really glad to see us come out and do that. And yeah, to your point, it was super successful. Um, it clearly tired us out for a little bit there, but, um, I, you know, it led to the first goal. And, uh, you know, 3-0, what can you say? What is it? Um, I want to talk a little bit, and I, I know John is uh, probably looking at me, but I do want to talk a little bit more about this second goal. Um, what about it was uh, was remarkable? Tell me, tell me a little bit about the second goal that we scored. Um, I mean, it was what wasn't great about it. The most standout thing, obviously, is Ronaldo scored. Um, our very own Ronaldo Damas, uh, I think, what, 10, 11 minutes into his debut, scored an absolutely banger of a goal from outside the box and gave the stadium the chance to do our first Ronaldo celebration with him, which you can hear in the replay of the of the goal if you listen closely. That goal was nominated, by the way, for a goal of the week by USL. <clears throat> if you go, if you have the USL app on your, your device or if you go to their website and give them your email address, uh, you can vote for goal of the week, um, and he is uh, one of I think four nominees for goal of the week. Uh, clearly, the best goal of the week. So hopefully, uh, our faith in democracy holds, and he he wins that. I I think uh, we would be remiss to overlook Collier, who mm -hmm. set that up with a brilliant run, drawing in the Phoenix defense, laying it off perfectly for Ronaldo to then go ahead and just placed it perfectly in the back post on the ground uh, away from the goalkeeper. It was just a thing of beauty. Elliot but, Collier uh, had a great showing. Yeah. Sorry. I agree. I, I think one thing that, that this game showed and we didn't get it last week because well, for one, Ronaldo was not yet on the field and uh, to uh, Alejandro Guido, who um, no, it was Charlie Adams that set up the first goal. My bad, but we didn't have, you know, our, our, our attacking midfielder, we, we did not have one of our center backs and we didn't have our, our new signing, the striker. So I feel like this match was really a showcase, I hope, of what's to come from this attack. And, and I think that when you look at last year and the season before, um, some of the issues that we had in that final third, um, it, it, it's almost surgical. They, they got the personnel to directly address some of the challenges we had. Yeah. And I think especially in, you consider one of the new challenges we were presented with replacing Kyle Vassell, um, you know, arguably the best goal scorer we've had as a club. 
Um, I think they did a really good job. Ronaldo Damas um, offers a very similar but different kind of attacking vertical threat. And he's we're going to see a lot of long balls over the top that you would normally think, okay, that's just a turnover, that turn into something. Um, and I'm super, super juiced about it, honestly. I feel like there are some people, and I don't know if they're in the chat right now or not, but some people are going to be very excited, the prospect of more through balls. This has been a a, a drumbeat of... Uh, of criticism from the uh, the the loyal faithful uh, for more through balls. <laughs> so um, the first goal that was a through ball from Charlie Adams. Um, the the second one was a layoff, and the third one. Uh, this was another new player, new old player, I guess, Blake Bodily, coming over from Portland Timbers. Uh, he spent time with Loyal. Was it in twenty twenty one or twenty twenty? When was he? When was he? Twenty twenty one. 2021 for about two or three games. I think that's it was right, right before the playoffs. Yeah. And Just he the, was uh, great. Oh, he was great for us then. And <clears throat> looking forward to seeing him bring that same kind of uh, explosiveness on the wing there. Um, so, yeah, they a really good game, I thought. I think anytime anybody from your back line gets a goal, we saw it last week uh, with, with Simba getting a goal. And then this week with Bodily uh, coming up from that left back position and, and attacking, it really bodes well for your attack as a whole because not only are you dangerous, you know, in in your forwards, but your your backline can come up and cause trouble. I thought that goal also just to that point about Bodily um, having a good showing. I thought it really well encapsulated just kind of how what was so great about his performance, and he alluded to it in his post game interview where he said, you know, like oh I saw Elliot making the run and I just decided to like bomb up the field and get up there. Like, even in the 90-plus whatever minute, his engine was still chugging, and he was going, making the runs for the team. Like, that's what you love to oh, see. That's right. He's, he started. Wing back. I, I yeah, think he started the game. Some <clears throat> of us right. were a little surprised to see him on the uh, starting lineup. Uh, and, wow, you know, he, he delivered in the 90th minute after starting. So, um, I, I don't think we're going to have that conversation the next time he's on the sh- on yeah. the sheet. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, uh, John. What do we have uh, coming up next? What, what do we got to get to? Well, b- before we leave the game, just a couple um, things I'd I'd like to mention. One that Elliot Collier, I, I think we mentioned, but I can't remember, made the bench for the team of the week. Yes, for USL, but Coke Vegas made it as the starting goalkeeper. So shout out to him. He was also our man of the match for uh, the locals. Down there, had quite a celebration. He seemed uh, quite happy. I think he the, poured the beer. the beer. I think he opened the 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 growler and poured it on himself. Yeah, he, he did. He uh, did a he, he did a bit of of beer pouring on his head as well. Yeah, <laughs> but he was he was quite animated. I remember being in 109 after the first goal and him coming back towards the section and just really you know hyping up the crowd and everything. It was uh, it's good good to see him animated and back there and interacting with everyone. The thing about Coca Vegas, I think, uh, you know, folks should know if they don't already, um, you know, coming from Spain where it's a different relationship the fans have with their clubs, they're much more critical and <clears throat> can treat their players very harshly and, and can be very cold when you make mistakes. Uh, I think it was last year he was on with, with Darren and, and, and Jordan, um, talking a little bit about his experience with the support that he gets here in San Diego. And he, he, I think he talked about that 
a Galaxy game that I think it was like a 5-0 loss and the fact that um, the locals in 109 we kept like, going. They never, we never left. They kept going until the end, um, cheering for him after the whistle blew. Uh, to, to, I think to us, it was just like, of course, that's what we do. But to him, like, that really made an impact on him. And he mentioned it on that podcast, like, like how much it meant to him and how different it was from what he'd experienced before. So, like, uh, Koke Vegas has a, a real and genuine appreciation, I think, for for the fans and for how he's been received in San Diego. So to see him get these clean sheets and his his enthusiasm and his excitement when he interacts with the fans, like that's totally genuine because uh, he he really he really feels that from from the section. And I'd like I want to say how. Well, sorry, go oh, ahead. Go ahead, Dylan. Well, I just wanted to say too in that speaking of that LA game. Um, you know, when he, I, I don't even remember which goal LA scored, but Preston Judd scored one and was like giving it to the fans and Koke got up in his face and was, you know, like telling him to, you know, screw off. And like, I, for me, I already loved Koke. That was when I was like, okay, you get it. Like you're one of us. And he, you know, he gets it. That's all I'm trying to say. So I was wondering for a Sunday match, which typically we don't get a ton of fans for historically towards the end of last year, as we were doing well, we did better on our Sunday matches. So for our first Sunday match, what'd you guys think of the crowd and specifically one Oh nine? Well, I, th I thought the crowd looked pretty decent for a Sunday uh, match. Uh, definitely better than the beginning of last season. Uh, and one Oh nine was, <clears throat> I thought in, very good form uh everything that i've heard from other people who sit outside of this section said that uh it was an impressive showing by 109 as well so um i think the fact that we had our rivals i uh, said that in quotation like air quotes if you can't see me uh because as i said earlier it's not really a rival anymore but i think phoenix being there had a lot to do with it uh, everybody in the section was out for it we wanted to make sure they heard us uh, we wanted to make sure and, and push the boys on to the victory, but uh, I I think it was it was a good showing on on both uh, both ends. It, and plus, the weather wasn't ideal. I mean, it was drizzling. I think more or less throughout the game, um, and the reported attendance was just over five thousand, um, which seems about fair from my experience in the stadium. So. Yeah, pretty good for a Sunday crowd, I thought. Um, you know, I always want to see more, but uh, I, yeah, it was loud and people were into it. Yeah, you really can't ask for more than that on a Sunday. I think we all remember the 2021 season where we just had a bunch of Sunday afternoon matches, and there were games where it was like maybe, maybe not even 3,000 in there because the sun is just on you and it's brutal. Luckily, I think this season's schedule. Most of our Sunday afternoon matches are kind of front loaded before we get into the the hot part of the the summer. Um, th there may be uh, one off or whatever, but I think for the most part we've we're, we're it's not as good as last year where we had hardly any Sundays. But uh, they, it looks like they did pretty well there. Um, yeah, so that's uh, loyal number two in the USL Power Rankings. Phoenix number eleven, um, and. Also in the Western Conference standings, Phoenix is number 11. I don't know how many teams there are in the Western Conference, but uh, they're number 11. That that might not be last place, 
but it's not, not it ain't far from last place. And uh, Loyal <clears throat> is number one. Um, my brother, who is a San Antonio fan, reminds me that uh, it's early in the season, but uh, I will say that you know, if trends hold, we're never going to lose or get a goal scored on us. <laughs> I mean, we've conceded exactly zero goals per 90, so I think it's just... You extrapolate that over yeah. the course of the season. It's I obviously mean, sustainable, so... There's, you know, I, I don't have any other <laughs> metrics to compare it off of. I mean, the math pencils out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'm gonna um, I'm gonna move us on a little bit from our game here and bring up something that uh, one of our locals members has done. Paul Naku. He had posted this online or in Discord, maybe, but he is putting together a little stadium things with Legos. So I'm gonna kind of scroll through this image we have here. I've blown it up so you can see the players a little better. So what do you guys think of this Cameron Riley? So if you're uh, listening on a podcast and not watching us on YouTube, what, what we're looking at is uh pictures of players with their Lego man counterparts. Uh, he uh, nailed it. Thoughts? I mean, yeah. That's yeah. amazing. Fantastic. Like it, it he literally found the perfect piece for the hair there like with the side trim cut close and like I, perfect all right so that's very, camden very good that's, representation uh, there. <laughs> let's go here for guido oh yeah again yeah nailed it yeah a little no, i can't see the uh, i can't see this lego figure's legs so right yeah we need to see the shorts really <laughs> that will be the true test for I, we'll, we'll, we'll get a shot of them in a second actually Oh, great. All right, so Nick Moon. Oh, he's oh, even wow. got the little hair curl. Again, perfect. Yeah, I don't know where Paul found all these to get these matches. I, this is my favorite right here, Elijah. <laughs> <laughs> so you've got works. A representation. How about this one, Koke? Yeah, Koke with the with the hair. I think it's a good match. Again, well done. I like Paul. how he's he's kind of done the hand positions similar as well here, <laughs> just to kind of sell the image. All right, and then here are our five players inside the little Lego stadium with the loyal banner in the background. So I was well, talking to Paul after oh, sorry, the game and said that I, I was going to show this um, and bring it up on the pod. And, and then he told me that Travis has an even better collection, Travis Peterson. So Travis actually showed me a picture of his. So we're going to have to see if we can get some pictures of everybody's Lego art since um, Travis made the little stickers right that are on there that you can see uh, for, for the people who did the, the season ticket or the, sorry, supporter group membership and got all these little Lego shirts on there, all the jerseys. So we'll have to see what kind of creative things people are putting together with their with their Lego Lego toys. All right, Dylan, you were saying? Oh, I I just I just was gonna say how I don't know, it's fantastic. I'm just blown away how like much he nailed each one of them. Yeah, I, yeah. it's it's really good. 
I mean, you can tell who they are without their photo next to them. Just yeah, looking at the exactly. Lego pieces, you know, you know who who everyone is for sure. Well, I mean, I'm not, I agree, but the goalkeeper's jersey kind of gives one of them away. Yeah, I mean, well, that one's obviously Guido, so. Like, you know. <laughs> so, John, I think we have some uh, uh, volunteer opportunities for locals members coming up. Uh, we, what we do you do. know about the uh, 1886 initiative? Well, we had um, an email went out to members, and it was posted in Discord for two opportunities. One of those is uh, full already. Uh, so the first one that we have is is one of those that was listed. They're still looking for seven people to do some trail maintenance and preserve maintenance at the Escondido Creek Conservancy. Um, it's going to be Tuesday, March 28th from about 845 to 1130. Again, contact the club directly for that uh, if you want to help out. This is not a locals event. This is a SD oil event in the community. So that was the first one. Again, we have inf more information about that in Discord as well and who to contact. But I did contact the club, and they are doing a second one here before the end of the month, and that's going to be with the Chicano Federation. They're going to be doing a house renovation at one of their affordable housing properties. There's going to be some painting, assembling of furniture, just some general cleanup, some planting of succulent garden and vegetable garden at the place. That's going to be on Friday, March 31st from 8 a.m. to noon. And they're looking for about four more people for that one. Awesome. So some opportunities to kind of get out there and do some volunteer work for folks. I know a lot of people uh, are looking out for those. Um, merch. Do we have any merch news coming from the uh, from the locals? I, I don't think there's any merch news or anything, really. I think our next one up that we have is just a quick supporters gaming league update. Um, I, I did talk with Kevin KJ, uh, earlier in the evening, but it was before the match. So there was a match at 7 o'clock, not with our team but with the teams that had to play to figure out who we are going to play in the playoffs. So I don't know the results of that, but the game should be over by the time of our recording here. So I don't know if anybody's in the chat. Oh, Dylan looks like he has the answer. Yeah, I can tell you Tigers SG won the game, who I think we probably beat since we're the two seed and the only team we didn't beat was the one seed. I presume, yeah, this yeah. is the team we've beaten. We, we have before, and the one seed I have heard is really good. Yeah, they um, smoked so us the first time we played them. <laughs> I, are, you, are you on the team, the... Dylan? I am, yeah. I uh, I only got to play in one game just because I um, I was having some a tough time scheduling this past month for some personal reasons, but um, I was sitting in on the... Actually, the very first game we played was against the team that finished in first place, and as I said, smoked us when we played them, but... I also, it was the first game we played. We had not practiced. I would like to see like our three best go against their three best. Um, so I hope that that we get another chance at them because um, I think we're a lot better now than we were then. Awesome, awesome. There, Kevin said the playoff game is likely going to be next Tuesday. Um, but full information will be in Discord for anybody who might want to tune in and see how we do in our playoff match. Now, can we can we 
is are the lo- are the rosters locked? Could we bring in a, a ringer? A ringer uh, for the playoffs? <laughs> How's how how are the regulations in this league work? They are locked. Um, we would have to do it on the DL. You know, very like uh, bench warmers IM twelve style. So. But you don't want to win that. We don't want to win that way, right? Like, well, no, we can. We don't need that. We we got it. Okay, okay. I'm just saying. I'm just. I'm just wondering if we had like some kind of, uh, you know, Rocket League savant to to bring on at the last second. <laughs> uh, away matches coming up. Uh, what's going on Saturday? Oh, well, we got our oh. uh, match ahead, against John. Sacramento. We got we got uh, some Dylan, people going up there. Dylan, you were saying they're good. I don't believe you. Convince me. Um. Well, they have had a little bit of turnover, um, but I would argue that their turnover has improved them um, in some key areas. They didn't score the most goals last year, and I still don't think they're going to be like a high flying team. But they're so very they're so- no, they're very solid though. They're hard to score against. If Loyals score two goals, I will be Im- impressed. I, I don't I don't think I think it will be less than ten times this entire season that Sacramento concedes more than one goal. They're just a very solid team. I don't know if that convinces you, but that's my uh, that's that's my best well, argument. I'm gonna tell you right now, I'm not convinced. I, I okay. feel like we I haven't allowed that. a goal all season. Uh, we're on track. Uh, to not lose a game all season or concede a goal all season. So until that's true and proven otherwise, that's kind of where I'm leaning. Because uh, that's all I've seen. I can't go by the unknown. Hypo- we might never drop points again. So. I don't deal in hypotheticals here, man. I can only weigh the evidence in front of me. <laughs> okay, so there's not an organized locals uh, excursion to Sacramento, right, John? Not organized, but there are some people who are going up there, and I would recommend if you have a last-minute change of plans and want to head up to Sacramento to go catch that match, that check what's going on in the Discord and the conversations, and because uh, every once in a while we do get someone make a last-minute decision. Dylan, I know that's one you usually try to look to go to. Are you going this year to Sacramento? I always do actually look to go, but I've not made it yet, and no, I, again, won't make it this year. <laughs> no, not this time. So once again, if, if you're looking, then check Discord and see. But probably the bigger match on the horizon that people are looking to go to. Is there and another match like coming up after the, that? With the chat and Discord, that there was uh, quite a few people who have now pulled the trigger to want to head out to our away match after that. Um, Eric, where where is that away match going to be after Sacramento? <clears throat> I believe it's at some airport uh, in Arizona somewhere. Uh, I think it rhymes with Phoenix, uh, something like that. Um, I believe it might be rising, yeah. yeah and they, I believe they, we're there they, to uh, spoil their new stadium opening, if I they remember They used correctly. to play in Chandler, which is a, a suburb-type bedroom community in the Phoenix metropolitan area. Uh, and now they decided to build uh, another stadium. Actually, I think they took apart their old stadium, moved it, and rebuilt it at the airport. I'm pretty sure that is exactly what happened. Now this this is so, the second move for that stadium. They've started yeah. their whole season off on the road. They played two games. I think they drew the first one. 
They lost the second one in a devastating, embarrassing, just humiliating manner uh, last week here in San Diego. Um, uh, I don't know what they're doing this weekend. They're on the road again. Um, and, yeah, this will be their first home game of the season. I would expect that maybe a lot of people who live in Phoenix, who for one, one reason or another live there, um, and then for other reasons – uh, choose to go to this match, uh, this would be the match to go to. Yeah, I went last year, um, and I had a wonderful time. It was an incredible game. The Guido Anger goal was scored. Um, and I, I don't know. It's, it's one of those rivalries. For me, it's a huge rivalry, and it's one of those games where, like, you could cut the tension with a knife when I was there. I... You know, without getting into too much detail, I'm fairly certain if I hadn't been in a large group of San Diego people, like, I might have talked myself into some trouble with some of the Phoenix fans because, like, they were amped up. I was amped up. It was a great game. Um, I am not going to make it this year, but uh, anyone who goes, it is just, it's a must-make trip for Loyal fans. If you can do it, I highly recommend yeah, this will be my first time going to Phoenix, uh, one, by choice, and two, uh, to watch a game, uh, the Loyal play, the the rising uh, the rising Phoenixes of uh, Chandler, formerly of Chandler, now of uh, PDX, the, the airport there. Um, yeah, I, I feel like it's going to be uh, – Interesting because these two games are happening so close together. Like, what will the adjustments be? Um, are we going to come out like pressing them like we did Saturday or, or Sunday? Are we going to try something different? Uh, you know, I think in this sport, unlike other sports, or even more so than other sports, there's a lot more secrecy around lineups, tactics, formations. So um, I don't think we'll know until we get that uh, roster, you know, uh, uh, you know, about an hour before kickoff. Yeah, it, it's always hard to say. Um, maybe we'll see Domus though score a goal again. That would be fun. Uh, yeah, it's always, always fun. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would say three nothing is the bar right now. So uh, over under, uh, John, over under three goals against Phoenix April 1st. Hmm. I, I am going to take a more serious approach than maybe some of our other conversations, because this is the one game of the first four that that I have the most concern over, because we did just beat them and beat them. I. I thought they played well when they played against us. They had their opportunities. They didn't put them away. We put away ours. We've been on the other side of that coin where we've played well and didn't put away our opportunities and the other team did. I mean, that's that's the Oakland playoff match right there. Um, so I, I think they're... Uh, is there an atmospheric river be... in here right now, John? Because you're really raining yeah. on... <laughs> 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 Hashtag this word, of, word of the year. <laughs> it. It it scares me a little bit. I I would for three goals. I would say under. I I think okay. they're going to be ready to play. All right, just Eric, three goals. I, I, I didn't ask me who's going to win though. I I agree. I I think it's going to be a much tighter game. Uh, playing there at the airport, you know, the being distracted by the incoming and outgoing flights, it's going to mess with our our boys' heads it's a little bit. It's a very busy airport. Um, 
It is, you know, and that could be a big distraction. But uh, in all seriousness, I think a lot of it is going to depend on Kyle Adams being back and available. I think he is. Will uh, he be back um, for that match? I think it's a. It'll be close. He'll be back in New Zealand correspondent right now. (laughs) Tuning into Nick from from Wellington. (laughs) (laughs) But um, regardless, I I don't think I'm going to have to agree with John, and I think we we pull it out still, but I I don't think we get three. I I think two two uh, goals, and I still think we will win though. All right, Dylan. It's all come down to you, my friend. Over under three goals in Phoenix, April first. Well, I think Eric makes a great point about Kyle Adams being uh, questionable for that game. I think that will affect the ultimate outcome. But uh, as far as the goals scored, I think I'm going to surprise you here. And I'm actually going to go even. I'm going to go, I think we will score three. Um, We did it last year. So let me start by saying that. We did score two the year before in that two to two draw. So we've shown we can score in Phoenix. Um, And I just think that with it being Phoenix's home opener, um, they're going to be hungry to win that game. Um, even, especially if they don't manage to win whoever they're playing this weekend, I'm not going to bother to look because I don't care that much about Phoenix, but, um, if, especially if they don't manage to win that game, they'll be walking into their home opener with zero wins on the season thus far. They're going to be hungry. It's going to be a wild, scrappy, wide open game. I think, um, and I think we have the players who will thrive in that environment. So I think we will score goals in Phoenix. I think the question is, can we keep them out? Mm. Okay. Here's my question for you now. Um, what minute of the game Sunday did Ronaldo come into the match? Was it about the 60th minute? That 60th? sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds about so right. he yeah. played 30 minutes. This guy's averaging a goal per 30, right? So if mm-hmm. he starts, if he starts – that's three, three goals. goals. That's a hat trick right there. That's three goals conservatively. Let's be yeah, honest. That's a hat trick. So <laughs> Damas hat trick, right? Um, and then you, I, I feel like, I, I, surprise, surprise, I'm taking the over. Uh, I think this is going to be. We're going to do. We're going to. We're going to LA Galaxy to them. We're going to win five nil. Uh, Yikes! Simba, we, let's not make that a thing that we wow. say though. <laughs> yeah, let's not call it that. Simba comes in, comes in for Kyle, uh, who's who's in New Zealand. Um, boom, that's a goal because he's averaging a goal a game. All right, so <laughs> we're really sticking to the math I'm a, tonight. I'm I a serious that. sports analyst here, Dylan. All right, <laughs> John, what do we what do we need to move on to? Okay, I think maybe we'll shift back to our game that's actually happening this week against Sacramento. Um, just some quick watch party information for those who are looking to to maybe get together with other locals to watch the match rather than just watch at home. If you are watching at home, you got ESPN and ESPN Plus, sorry. Um, and locally, I'd have to look. I don't know if it's the CW again or not, but it is. there is a channel that's broadcast locally on if you're not watching it on ESPN Plus. But for watch parties in the South Bay, Quiberos, uh, will be the place to go to. They have 20% off food and drinks if you show your scarf chain, your 2023 scarf chain. So if you do that, you can get a discount at K Burroughs. If you're North County Coastal, you're going to be at uh, a new place for this year, uh, which is, find it, make sure I get it right, Northern Pine Brewing in Oceanside. So we'll see how that place works out for our people in North County, especially North County Coastal. 
And if you're more central, Fairplay is going to be the place to be. And I believe, if anybody else knows the correct information, please share. But I believe that's where the SD Loyal are doing their official watch party this week as well. Uh, I would like to say, though, if you're North County Inland or East County, if you know of a good place to watch a match and maybe could help facilitate something with us where we could get another watch party place in those areas as well, so we can kind of hit all areas of the county, would be helpful. But otherwise, Cabrillo's in the South Bay, Northern Pine Brewing in Oceanside, if you're uh, North County Coastal or Fair Play in North Park, uh, those are your three kind of official locals watch party places for this match. I'm, I'm going to jump in and, and put my thumb on the scale just a little bit, because um, if you are anywhere like south of, of the eight, even, even in the vicinity of Mission Valley, uh, Cabrillo's in National City has been really awesome. They, uh, they are not crowded. You're not going to have like the crowd. You're going to get the kind of casual crowd you might get like at some of these other more popular locations uh, when we've gone previously last season. Um, we pretty much had the the run of the place, and uh, it's been a lot of fun. The service has been really good, and um, it's been a, a great spot to have these watch parties. And the ownership of that establishment is fully invested in uh, making it a place that we want to go to. And um, I'm always going to vote for uh, for supporting that. Uh, I Kibberos, I you know, I seconded. I. Is has been awesome. Um, I've met with uh, Jerry and uh, the his friend who owns the place. Um, I, his name is escaping me right now. I'm sorry, but um, he's a great one. Juan, that's right. He's a great guy. Um, it's an awesome spot. The food's fantastic. Um, I also want to say too, though, that I think as John mentioned, SD Loyal are planning something at Fair Play this week. Um, but I think they're going to be a partner for us going forward this full season in um, in North Park. So if you're in the area, um, I'm in North Park area. Um, I, you know, we've been talking with their ownership. Um, they're great. They're super eager to work with us. Um, so I think they're going to be a good partner. So if you're in the area too, um, and if you can't make it down to Kiburos, um, North uh, Fair Play in North Park will be a great spot as well. Well, I'm not going to be at either of them because I'm going to be uh, at the airport in Phoenix watching a soccer match. I'm very excited, uh, strangely, to go to Phoenix. It's probably the first time ever. Back to back weekends in Arizona. Jason did mention. Jason did mention in the chat that Fox Five is the local television coverage for this week for the Sacramento match. And no matter what, one last thing, sorry, no matter which watch party you're going to, bring your scarf chain. That's the key to any discounts you might be getting. Um, so always have that on you. I added it to my keychain just yesterday. All right, Dylan, I now that you're, 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 you're talking, I want to ask you a little bit more about Bums Breakdown. Um, sure. You said you just recorded an episode. When do they come out? Um, so we're shooting to have them out Wednesdays, I think most weeks, but, um, you might have to be patient with us some weeks and wait till Thursday mornings. Um, it kind of just depends on the editing time and when we can record them. I think we usually try and record them Mondays, but with the game being on Sunday this past week, um, we needed time to catch up on, you know, our notes and get ready to do our show. Um, so Wednesdays, I think is usually going to be our goal. Uh, hopefully Wednesday night 
tomorrow we'll have this week's episode. Um, but yeah, Wednesday night, Thursday morning, I think is usually a pretty safe bet. Now, I remember after the game on Sunday, uh, y'all were talking pitch side. You're doing a post game show as well. What, what can you tell us about that? Yeah, so we managed to get uh, the first episode of the Locals Last Call up onto YouTube after the Phoenix game. Um, this is just going to be a quick post-game show that we put together. Um, we, we have a few ideas of how we might kind of expand it, but this first episode was, I think, just five or six minutes. Although, to be honest with you, it felt a lot longer when we recorded it. But anyway... Um, yeah, so we'll, we'll just quickly go over some, you know, quick impressions from in the stadium in 109, um, how we felt about the game, how the atmosphere was, um, what to look forward to this, that upcoming week in, um, you know, the locals, you know, bum TV sphere. Um, it's really just meant to be kind of a quick post game, uh, quickly posted afterwards, hopefully same day kind of thing. So if you're, you know, you're still juiced on the game, like I always am afterwards, um, you just have something to dive into and uh, get your get your brain flowing awesome awesome so um we're going to be sticking around after the uh after this podcast we have a second podcast the the lounge we're going to dive in a little more deeply on some of the uh supporter group specific uh topics that may or may not have arisen this week uh i mean uh, just to tease it a little bit there was some banter on social media I, I i wasn't watching too closely but i guess some of the uh phoenix fans weren't very happy with uh the reception they received in Toronto stadium i thought we rolled off the red carpet for them i thought we were very welcoming and very warm uh we sang a song for them like three times i don't know what more they want from us but We'll get into that in the lounge. <laughs> um, something to watch out for, by the way. Um, there is another podcast. It's not quite up to uh, – they're not quite where we are, but uh, you may have heard of it. It's called Men and Blazers, and they talk a lot about soccer. Um, and they are going to have Landon Donovan on the show tomorrow to talk about SD Loyal, mostly, I think, and then – Maybe some U.S. soccer stuff, too. But uh, check out Men in Blazers um, for Landon Loyal getting the big platform on, uh, on on that show. They may have a few more listeners than we do on this podcast. Uh, Doubtful. For, for now. For now. <laughs> but uh, uh, it's great to see... Uh, you know the club get exposure um, like that. I think I think Roger's a great interviewer. He's a great personality uh, in this uh, kind of field, and uh, I'm looking forward to listening to that. Yeah, that's definitely something I'll be tuning into tomorrow for sure. Uh, can't wait to hear Rog with the other GFOPs for the Men and Blazers. If you if you know, you know um, <laughs> that should be interesting. All right. Um, so before we, we wrap this up, um, oh, Jason is clamoring for MLS talk. Um, we can definitely get to that in the lounge. Um, I think John would uh, kick me off of this uh, show if I started talking MLS uh, in the last in the, the death throes of this episode. Um, if you're if you're listening to this on a, a podcast uh, feed, 
later. Um, the the lounge show is also available in the same feed you found this one. So just uh, click on that one and listen to that next. Um, so first, uh, Dylan, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for sticking around for the lounge. Uh, where can people find you on on socials? Anything you want to plug? Yeah, the best place to find me is uh, on Twitter at dwill d w i l nine four. Um, that's as long as Twitter is still a viable platform. That's where I spend uh, more of my time than I care to admit. <laughs> All right, Eric. What about you? Where can people find you? Um, yeah, I also spend much more time on Twitter than I could admit. Uh, it's just at Eric D. Wilkie. Uh, and then also I am on Discord quite a bit as well. And just Eric Wilkie on there as well. John, and people want to keep up with you. Where can they, where can they do that? Best place is at, or on Discord at John Cross. Cool, cool. Okay, and uh, so I'm Andrew Dyer also on, on Twitter at Andrew P. Dyer on Discord as Andrew Dyer. And... Um, yeah, that's pretty much where I'm at all the time. So uh, stick around. In about 10 minutes, we're going to open up the lounge. More uh, engagement with the, the comments and, and the audience. So if you have questions, uh, get in there at uh, 9 o'clock Pacific. And um, thanks to Dylan. Thanks for Eric for joining us. Thanks, John. And we'll see you all in about uh, 10 minutes. Thanks. All right. Bye. Bye.